Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are here in Oakland, California with Dr. Ayele Okine. Dr. Okine is a board-certified veterinary internist and is the founder of a mobile veterinary practice that provides ultrasound services for animal hospitals in the Bay Area. Today we are here with Dr. Okine, who is going to help us unpack a very difficult and sensitive topic, which is cancer in dogs. Dr. Okine, thank you for being here. And um, if we could just start by talking about what are some symptoms of cancer in dogs? What should we be looking for as our dogs get older or even young dogs as signs of potential cancer? So it really can vary and it depends on where the cancer is located in the body and what organ system it's affecting. That'll really dictate what symptoms we see. So for instance, a lump on the skin if it's really ulcerated or very, um, you know, abraded, uh, looks uh, eroded, bleeding, uh, or it's growing very quickly, that can be a sign that it could be cancerous. Okay. Really any lump on the skin, I recommend getting it checked out, whether we think it's cancerous or not, just so we know and can keep track of it. Okay, and so at what point would you take the animal to the vet? How, how long do you give it if your dog is showing symptoms of something strange? You know, how, how long do you let it continue before you take them into the vet? So it depends on what it is as well. So if your pet has a condition where they can't afford to be sick even a day, um, you know, maybe they've been sick a couple of hours and you don't want it to go until the next day, that might be a situation where you take your pet to the vet right away. Um, there are, are diseases where, um, like for instance, if your pet has a gastrointestinal issue that you know about and they're having vomiting and diarrhea, that may be less of a cause for concern or you may not recognize that it's something different this time. So it really varies quite a bit and really depends on you know, how comfortable the owner feels you know, monitoring those symptoms at home. But I would say if you're concerned or there's something out of the norm, if you can get it checked out sooner rather than later, that might actually help and, and you know, may help um, you know, be able to diagnose that condition much more quickly and get them some sort of treatment. Uh, so it can, it can matter how quickly you get them in. As a pet owner, you know, there's that dreaded moment where you find a lump on your dog and you're just thinking, okay, is this serious, is this not? Are there any detectable ways by feeling the lump or you know, are, are there any ways you can tell us whether a lump is serious or not? Usually it has to be sampled. And that I think is the hardest thing for pet owners to kind of wrap their mind around. You know, they, they want us to be able to just feel it or look at it and know for sure. There are some locations with lesions where we have a higher suspicion for a cancerous process. So lesions in the mouth, for instance, especially if they're pigmented or bleeding, you know, we worry more about that than anything else. Um, you know, big lymph nodes, um, you know, we worry more about cancer with, with something like that. But, you know, really those lesions have to be sampled for us to know for sure if it's cancer or not. That makes a lot of sense. Now, in dogs, are there certain types of cancers that are more common? 
Um, what are kind of the most common types of cancer in dogs? So the most common types of cancers that we see in dogs are gonna be lymphoma, so cancer of a white blood cell called the lymphocyte. Oftentimes it causes big lymph nodes to develop underneath the chin or behind the knees, in the armpit region, or it can be internally as well. Um, so that's really common. We can also see mast cell tumors. Um, and so that's a, another blood cell cancer that can form lumps on the skin or can even form masses and organs in the body. So in our dogs, um, for certain dog breeds, for example, are there cancers that are more common for certain dog breeds than for other breeds? Correct. So we tend to see a lot of the mast cell cancers in dogs with allergies. So we think of, of dogs like boxers and pit bulls that have a lot of those skin allergies. They tend to be more predisposed to developing those mast cell tumors because mast cells normally, they are normal cells of the body, they mediate allergic reactions. Um, so they can be more common in those, those specific breeds. We'll be back with more care experts after this brief message from Care Credit. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Okine. Dr. Okine, can you tell us about some of the treatments that are possible if we do find out that our pet has cancer? What are the treatment options? Surgery, chemo, what is on the table for treatment? So again, it depends a little bit on what the tumor is, what the cancer is, and where it's located. Surgery is an option for some sorts of cancers. So if we think it's very localized cancer, we think we can get good margins on it, usually surgery is something that we'll try first because if we can decrease the amount of gross disease, so disease that we can see kind of with our naked eye, mm -hmm. the better in those situations. Or ideally, if we can remove all of it, even microscopic disease, also in a lot of cases will provide a survival benefit. So surgery is definitely on the table for a lot of different cancers, as long as, again, it's in a location that we can remove and it's something that's localized. Right. If surgery is not on the table, if it's something that is in a location where we can't remove the whole thing, then radiation therapy might be an option to consider to again, try to minimize the amount of gross disease that's there. For systemic cancers or cancers that we're worried we either left disease behind or we're worried that um, it is already, um, you know, something that's potentially spread or that tends to have a high chance of spreading, then chemotherapy is something that's considered. Are there any, um steps that we can be taking as pet owners at home to prevent cancer in our dogs? So probably not gonna be able to prevent it, unfortunately, if it's, if it's something that they're genetically predisposed to develop, it's probably gonna happen. But being really vigilant about any lumps that pop up, um, being really vigilant about any symptoms that aren't normal for your pet, you know, those are all things that are gonna be really helpful to try to diagnose these things early 
because the earlier you can catch it, the better. Um, you know, the, the more likely they are to have a favorable outcome with any sort of treatment that you choose. Um, so really having any of those abnormalities checked out is gonna be the best, the best thing you can do for your pet. In regards to treatment for cancer in dogs, what are those specific advancements that veterinarians have been making to treat dogs quicker, faster, and with less side effects? So a lot of the things that are coming out now are treatments that, again, are specific to the type of cancer. So chemotherapy in general, and even things like radiation therapy, they're really treating everything in their path. So mm -hmm. chemotherapy is working throughout the body, killing any cell that's rapidly dividing, including the cancer cells. But that's why we see a lot of side effects from it, because it is treating every cell that is dividing very quickly. Radiation therapy, same thing, where it's treating everything in its path, it's treating the entire beam. So technologies that are helping to really target the radiation beam specifically on the tumor are helping pets have fewer side effects. Chemotherapy drugs that are again targeting specific types of cancers are starting to come out to really be able to make these pets feel better um, and actually being able to be started on treatment even before they get to the oncologist. So there's things that are coming out that primary veterinarians can use to help these pets feel better, be able to get to the oncologist in a better state. Because again, if they're going into chemotherapy feeling as good as they can, they're more likely to continue to feel as good as possible during the treatment. Well, in such a, again, a scary topic that I know a lot of pet owners deal with, unfortunately, it, it is, you know, really nice to hear that there are new technologies, new um, medications coming out that can help our pets get better faster. So Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that with us and for talking about such a, such a hard topic, but one that's important. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Pets Best and the Care Credit credit card allow you to have a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Pet insurance is administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, and is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Please see www.americanpetinsurance.com to review all available pet health insurance products underwritten by APIC. Purchases with the Care Credit credit card are subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See carecredit.com for details. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual medical providers with respect to the information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for any loss or harm arising from the use of the information provided. Your participation in this presentation constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.